Hannah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I had to substitute. Uh, well, we, we have. Is the fan on the way? Have we, have we done it? Okay, great. It is. It is. I love it. I love it. Uh, welcome to the Cop, the currently unnamed podcast, where we put the real and the tea in reality, and you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy, I say something gay. Gay. Thank you. Um, today I decided to make my own version of a Starbucks refresher. Because I was like, that feels cute and fun and lovely. So it's a strawberry dragon fruit refresher with coconut milk. Slay. And it's homemade, and it's wonderful, so... Sounds I good. Well, I am David Healy, and I don't have a cute intro, but I do have a cute shirt. I am wearing one, Trixie Mattel, um, in honor of my beloved Jimbo having to do a Trixie Mattel look. We'll get into it, but um, I am drinking... A diet Dr. Pepper because I'm out of water bottles. Oh, no. Whoa. I know. The change up. <laughs> guys. Hello, guys. It is me. It is I, Mr. Talented, your favorite guy. And today, as usual, as normal, we are drinking a generic bottle of water sponsored by Mother Lucy Leduca because. Period. <laughs> because we're in the summer months and you know you gotta stay hydrated so that we're not passing out outside, you know. Yeah. Hey, because she's back. <laughs> I was just sister Franco Vixen of New York, and it's been a long periodically time. Um Last time I was here, Clover had won the Eurovision Challenge, rightfully so, because you know, she is that girl. <laughs> however, today we are, on, however, we are honoring Mother Jada Essence Hall because you know, the theme of the the theme of this episode was winners and designs, and she's a design challenge winner. And today I'm drinking generic sparkling water. It's not badly, sadly, but I am drinking it on my cup mug. Oh shit! I Creations.etsy.com. Yep. <laughs> and of course, the Brooke Hogan of the Cup. Brooke, your queer college graduate, plays way too much fucking Smash Bros. Uh, and I just got back from doing commentary at Bahama Mama in Hurricane West Virginia this past weekend. It was a delightful experience. Uh, yeah, great times. Uh, lately, I've still been playing Hades, even though I haven't been playing a ton of video games the past week. Fun fact. Um, and of course, I am drinking generic water once again, as sponsored by Mother Lucy Leduca. <laughs> the let loose button is honestly the best thing I've ever done to this podcast. Um, I agree. Yes. So it is All Stars Eight. It is Episode Eight. Somehow there are still four episodes left in this season. I couldn't tell you how or why. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We're about to go season fourteen with non-nominations. I can feel it. But it's mm-hmm. a top. We're at a top four now. We're literally a mm-hmm. top four. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know. Maybe they it's might pull. No, I don't understand. Whatever. So, they might pull a UK four and have one week be a non-elimination episode. Yeah. Probably. Probably. 
But yes, it is episode eight. We come back into the workroom. Connor Montrese is gone. Mm. Wow. And this would have been a good episode for her too I just feel it I know she's mad that she didn't get a chance to walk the fan games this week I mean well, I'm not I mean, fan games this week yeah. I would have loved the best one she's the only real seamstress that's been eliminated so. I honestly would have loved to see what Kahana would have done with this challenge because she did have a massive glow up with her um her supermarket eleganza, her supermarket mm-hmm. supermodel look, which was a huge upgrade from her what you're unpacking look. But yeah, we yeah. love Kahana. We do love Kahana, and this is where we get the start of Alexis saying, "I will never forget what you did for me, Lala." Which she didn't forget. <laughs> To be fair, they all saved her. Yeah. I mean, sure. Interesting. But at the end of the day, the only decision that mattered in that group was Lala's. You know? Okay, but I mean, everyone still votes. So. I mean, sure. Of course. You know, just in case there was like a tie in the lip sync, which we haven't had all season. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, the lip syncs this season have not been spectacular. Maybe Aja versus Kahana, though. Aja versus Kahana. Candy versus Angie. Jasmine did really well. Jasmine Kennedy with special guest star. Jasmine Kennedy in her solo lip sync to to, uh, Dula Pete. Um, (laughs) God, that just... I had I watched that lip sync and then I literally had to go watch Crystal Versace and Vanity Milan do it better immediately afterwards. I was like, I need to see this lip sync done. No lies. Um, no lies were told on this day. <laughs> so we come back into the workroom the next day. RuPaul walks in in a suit that was a choice. Made out of materials on that are on her body. Made out of materials that were on his body. Fashion? No. Vintage? No. no. Old maiden? Yes. Just but about. Just about. Um. But yeah. So RuPaul issues creating garment uh, worthy of the Drag Race Hall of Fame. Screaming, I'm a winner, baby, made out of materials that are in these boxes. Not on their body yet, but soon to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and each one is based off of a former All Stars winner. So we have Mona Ashash, uh, Tuck, She Devil, Kylie, Shayakulea, and Shayakulea. Okay, so. Also- before we even talk about the boxes, I am thoroughly convinced they swapped the order for the for last week's challenge and this week's challenge now because you saw those carrying cases, right? They were very clearly both meant to have three boxes in them, and they just did not feel like. Bo- yeah, one of them literally had an open gap for an extra box in like for the cases when they were bringing the ca- when the pit crew were bringing the cases out. There was like a big opening at the top where they could have fit in another case. 
And also, they could have done Alaska or Chad for this, which would have been ridiculously easy to do. What I thought, what I thought what was going to happen was, had it been a top six challenge, it would be you have Chad's box, then Alaska's, then Trixie's, then Monet and Trinity share one, then Kylie, and mm. I mean, then Shea, and. I don't think there's a universe where you could do a split box between Monet and Trinity. Like that would just they are that twinners. would really just be that would be a death note to someone. Like then I don't just, know how you then just do Monet. Well, it's her. twice the materials on their body. Not necessarily. Then just they do Monet. I guess it looked like because from what they showed us, it looked like they took inspiration from four looks from each All Star winners package. Mm-hmm. So mm. I feel like if it was a split box, it would have ended up being two Monet, two Trinity. Okay. That's well, what, what I feel like would have happened in that scenario. I don't like that. So I'm fine that it was just one per. What, but... what would a Chad Michaels box look like and what would an Alaska Thunder Fun 5,000 box look like? Plastic. Um, okay. Alaska's would be a tank top. Yellow tape. <laughs> yep. Rhinestone tank top. Um... Yes, yellow tape. Uh, uh, it's it's duct tape, but it's in stunning, gorgeous, and yellow. Um, um, it would just be the people that have won her online drag competition. Oh, oh my god, I'm making a malicious gun piece in that box. It's I not an mean. online competition. Is it not just uh, like, do they not just? No, it's the- in person, darling. Oh, fuck me. You get a malicious gun piece in the a- pageant competition, award contest competition. <laughs> you get a ten to do not discredit the work that goes into Alaska's Drag Queen of the Year Pageant Competition Award Contest Competition. So if it was each piece of a winner, would it be one piece of tenderoni and one piece of militia and another piece from some from Abora? Mickey Jizz. Abora. Abora. <laughs> well, no, they'd have to do Nikki Jizz now because there's three winners. Well, when it was filmed, they couldn't do Nikki Jizz. That's true. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so Lala, because she won the challenge last week, gets to choose uh, who gets what. Uh, she ends up picking Shay for herself. Um, she gives the Monet box to Candy. She gives the Kylie box to Jessica. Uh, the Trexie box goes to Jimbo. And the Trinity box goes to Alexis. And I feel like those are the absolute fairest choices that she could have made. Yeah, because Jessica and Kylie are season sisters, so are Alexis and Gretchen. Um <laughs> he called her Gretchen. <laughs> I know I know what I'm excited to see her on Brazil. It's Brandon, except he took himself out of the studio. So do it yourself. I clicked myself, and then you probably clicked me. Yes, we clicked ourselves at the same time. And by ourselves, I mean I clicked you at the same time. Hello, darling. <laughs> also, not me. Not my calendar exposing me that I haven't changed it in two weeks. Well, you did that to yourself. It's fine. I am Brandon, um, your professional fangirl of concerts, music, and... Oh God, <laughs> I haven't done this we in a while. Asked for your intro, but okay, darling. <laughs> of <laughs> concerts, um, dragon video games, um, as usual, um, water because hydration is important, but also in a very generic water bottle because. Um... <laughs> However, Lucy, listen. Um, I just I just got back from New York um, as of recording this. So I am tired as hell, but I am here. 
He's tired as hell. Because he was in New York letting loose. Always you could say that. Never wrong time. Never wrong time. Oh. Anyway. Um, so yes, boxes are distributed. Um, I feel like if it was me, if I'm La La Ree in this scenario, which I could, I would never be, but God, that sounds fantastic. The La La Ree experience every day. Um, if I was Lala, I fully would have, like, I would have given, um, I don't know, I would have given, like, the Kylie box to Jimbo or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like just throw off Jimbo, like, just, just fuck it up. Like, take whatever you want and then just fuck it up for everybody else. I mean, one thing, so I mean, one thing Kylie loves is to showcase body, either showcase body or be king tree. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have ever really seen Jimbo do either of those things, so I think that would have been interesting to see. I mean, her entrance looks sadly. That's not body, that is body suit. Ooh. I guess her makeover We're when not she did Jimbo and Bimbo. How is that even a conversation though? It's not it's not her body, it is a body suit. Like body I'm just saying we, uh, anyway. So we're we're working in the workroom. We're doing workroom things. Not a whole hell of a lot happens in this episode because it's basically this just them goofing off. Except we got um, that's a special guest in the workroom for some apparent reason. We yeah, had so coming into the workroom is Raven and Chanel. You have the all stars. You have all stars one runner up, and then you have the Emmy Award winning makeup artist. And the winner one runner up. And he's finally in her skin tone. Christmas white fight. Y'all keep forgetting. I Ray, yes, I, I love you always bring that up, Brooke. You know, I'm, about- you know, it was actually kind of exciting to you know, I've had my feelings about Raven. However, it was exciting to see her. Her hair looked right, her skin tone looked right. Um Personally, again, I have my issues with Raven. However, I like it when she walks into the workroom because it's like, this is something she knows how to do. She's worked with fashion and Meg and stuff. Yeah. I I love that we are just continuing the Chanel narrative as an audition for All-Stars 9. And I'm just honestly really excited for it. She Give it will. to us. Give it to us. Please. She will win All-Stars 9. You know, there have been no, she'll, be, she'll get fourth again. <laughs> a theoretical cast thrown around for All Stars Nine. Uh, well, that's false. That's a fan cast. Yeah, that was fan cast. So that I'm saying cast. theoretical casts that have been thrown around recently because we're getting antsy. Um, have seen Chanel in a few. I would love for her to be there. I haven't heard anything yet. So you got our cop. I, I think honestly, I think this was an audition mostly for. Chanel, this season of like lip sync assassin and like appearances was an audition for Aja, for Chanel, and for Jasmine Kennedy. And I would not be surprised if we see all three of them on All Stars. Shout out to Miss Mandarin. I'm Chanel and I'm um, in costumes. Sorry. I do love when Jessica walks over to Raven and Chanel, and Chanel just like starts imagining this like concept that Jessica could go with, and then Raven just goes, so she wants you to make an outfit for herself. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. My favorite comment. Just the delusion. I want, I need, it's not a want, it's a need. I need that level of delusion 
back on my television screens every week. <laughs> and I want her to get fourth again so bad. Like Chanel Rock. Like Chanel. If Dujubi is the queen of third place, I need Chanel to be the queen of fourth place. I mean, uh, Fierce Delicious is right there. No, Fierce Delicious is winning. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay. But I okay, but that banter in the workroom, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Drag You. Like, it makes me it want Drag You to come back at some point. You. Yeah. Like, I know Secret Celebrity is kind of Drag You, but for celebrities, it's like the lip sync battle equivalent to it. Um, But I just love seeing, you know, these um local era girls interacting. Like, the local era girls are funny. Any other, I mean, there's also like the conversation where Jimbo asks Candy if the guys like the titties and then she starts to answer and then stops and just starts laughing. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) that was very funny. You know, I think, sorry. I I think everybody was really funny this episode. Like all five of the top five made me laugh at some point, some more than others, but. Yeah, they were very funny, especially like Jimbo with like the shh every time <laughs> oh. uh, they were mentioning that uh, the other contestants should be. Three wins and I'm a big target. Like, right. shh. <laughs> Speaking mm-hmm. of Jimbo, you played this mention- game before. <laughs> we do need to mention that Jimbo is constructing a look with a face kini on it, and she tells Candy that she's not putting a mug on, <laughs> which. Historically, it's never been an issue, but also I don't think it's ever like become relevant before. However, it's Jimbo, and Jimbo can literally do no wrong in the eyes of RuPaul. Uh, Jimbo, I think usually, usually face can show some of the face, so it would make that sense is. to wear makeup. This and we'll there talk about really no reason to wear makeup. <laughs> well, there's only been two times on the show I'm aware of where a face kini was worn without makeup, and one of them was tonight. Sneaky. Oh, three times then, because Asia O'Hara didn't put on any makeup during the Mermaid Runway in season 10. Um, but, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, that's why she wasn't in the bottom, because they were trying to save her by not making her take her mask off and showing her lack of beaten face. But, well, that was a full mask, and that was part of the look. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. I kinda... I, I, no argument for me. I'm just saying what, like, online discourse has said before. And then what's the other? What were the others? Silky. It's Silky. Silky. And- Silky no. Jim but that's this is the third instance now. Those are the only three I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. At least on US. Mm-hmm. I could be remembering something. Jimbo has been so goofy this season. Like, of course, I came into the thing like I came into the season being like, "What is Jimbo going to be like this season? Are we going to get a whole Gina Turner ask um tell all saying how oh my god Jimbo was being harmful and stuff?" But Jimbo's been really goofy this season, and I live well except for the baloney part. But <laughs> that baloney. This okay, episode too. Why are we throwing baloney at people again, Jimbo? Stop it. <laughs> baloney. I, I saw Jimbo um on a Christmas tour and she was throwing it at people in the audience. It was great. <laughs> if Jimbo was on worth the Imagine Jimbo's worth the world act is just her throwing baloney while performing coconuts I'm by Kim pretty Buckets. sure it was. You know, David, she was on I, the world. Oh yeah, that's right. But, um, what'd you say? Sorry, 
I think we have very defini different definitions of what constitutes great, but I'm glad you were entertained. <laughs> I don't like the baloney bit. It was mm -hmm. funny the first time on UK versus the world, and then afterwards, I'm just like, no, yeah, I agree. Because the is first, first time I was like, <laughs> I, I was dying. And then, of course, as the joke carried on, it was just like, she yes. hasn't beaten it to death like we've seen a lot of other queens do with their like one thing. Maybe, uh, so I appreciate that about Jimbo. But Jimbo has a lot of things. She doesn't just have one thing. So maybe, maybe she should throw maybe she should throw her bacon instead, you know, throw her little bacon and stuff. Kelly Mantle. <laughs> <laughs> now that's my All-Stars 9 winner. Or winner of the Penguins. Very true. Very true. If, imagine a top four of Kelly Mantle, Chanel, Jaden Dior Fierce. Obviously, obviously, and Delta work. I could see or, that. Or since we're bringing in the international girls, freaking put Panjana. Eve six thousand. No, sorry, Eve six thousand. Eve six thousand. I was about to say Santana sex machine. I gotta leave. Oh shit. No, I think she's mid-transition at the moment, so I don't think we'll see her this year, unfortunately. Mm, yeah. Um, I'll be back. Laganja? I still don't think Laganja would. Anyways, no, let's she, carry on with this episode. made it pretty clear she wouldn't. She has flip-flopped on that more times than... She, yeah, freaking, she's flip-flopped. She has flip-flopped on that more times than freaking Willow Pill in the one way, okay? Well... I mean, there's genuinely nothing else to talk about other than the runway, so yeah. let's go to the runway, I guess. Category is... <laughs> I'm a winner, baby. You're a winner. First up, Candisha Moose. Are we going to do the... We're, we're gonna, we'll do the thing where we all go around and give our scores, because I do like mm -hmm. that, that format, honestly. Um, let's start with Mr. Talented and go across to the left and then up and then end with David. I don't know. That seems fun and cute and different. Okay, gladly. Um, Madam Muse, is it a great outfit? Yeah. Is it an improvision of what she's done in the past? Yes, it has, but it's a little too simple. I mean, if the dress was going to be that simple, I would have liked some accessories, a necklace, some bracelets, something. And I really wish that this dress had touched the floor. Um, the hair is cute. I like how she used the sponge on her face. You know, she didn't try and put it in the garment and make it look goofy. She just brought it as a prop. But yeah, for me, the issue is that it's a little bit too simple. And if the category is I'm a winner, baby... This is not a winner, babe. In your score. Look. Um, she'll get a she'll get a seventy. Yeah. Okay. Um, I agree with you. It's it's pretty simple. Um, I really, I get why she had the sponge. I don't think it was necessary. Um, but. Yeah, I, I, there's really not a lot to say about it. It, um, like, it obviously is decently made, but it's just like I, I kind of just don't care about it. So I gave it a thirty-nine. Mm -hmm. 
So we're going around, you said? So the, I'm I guess we're going in a fun new order because David decided we're going in a Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. I thought you said up. By me. No. Never mind. It's okay. Brandon, <laughs> go ahead. Anyways, well, okay. So, okay, so when I look at this, this gives me casual red carpet for me. It doesn't give I'm a winner, baby. Like, good outfit, yes. But if it's category, I can't give this a high score. So... This is like a 30 for me, so. I don't hate this. I just, having heard everything that she said in the workroom about what she wanted to do with this garment, it just makes me upset because there's like, there's so much that it could have been. Honestly, all I need to make this look like a little bit more elevated is a belt in that red fabric. That's kind of all I need personally um it's basic it i i do like what she ended up doing with the top because she accidentally split the top open too much so she had to adapt so i do like what she ended up doing with it um unfortunately it is just like very basic um but that is not an easy material to work with so i also want to give her props in that regard um so overall i'm gonna give this garment a 60. um Honestly, from like the neck up, I was getting like 2004, 2005 pink. Like the hair is very much that. Uh, now, is this an outfit pink would ever wear? Probably not. She's not much one for dresses, but like, I don't know. Um, I don't hate it. I also think it's incredibly basic and it's kind of boring. Like, if this was an early season design challenge look, and by, like, early in the season design challenge look, she'd be safe. And I think that's what she was going for, and hoping that some of the other girls would screw up, and no one really did. Um, although I am happy that she did kind of, like, change up what she's wearing, because it's not just, like, a um, half-bodysuit kind of thing, whatever we're calling what she's been wearing all season. Um but it's not great. Um, 45? Sure, 45. It's been forever since I scored. Um, Eve ain't here, so I'm going to do this for her in honor of her. <laughs> it is a C-H-O-P chop. It is a chop. I love Candy Muse on. I mean, I am a number one Candy Muse arena. I am can captain of the Candy Muse hive. However, this is this is top five of All Stars eight. This is more of a season one look. This is a Rebecca Glasscock winning outfit, and I love her down, but it's a short. It is a. 35. Actually, no. 64 Zulane. Um, but I, I just wish I just wish she had big plastic jewelry. I just wish she had pearl earrings and a pearl necklace because, you know, the suds and stuff and the sponge. Yeah. 30, uh, uh, 64 Zulane. 60? You went from 35 to 60? 64. 64. 64. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm going to change to a 45. I'm standing strong in my score. <laughs> and that's okay. Unlike that's okay. People. I'm changing. Next up is Jimbo. 
May I? She did what needed to be done times 10. She had y'all fooled, running around the workroom like a chicken with her head cut off, <laughs> saying that she has no idea what she's going to do. Jessica telling us that it's 30 minutes to the runway and she's not ready. Mm-hmm. And she came up here and she delivered this outfit. This is everything. The only thing I really dislike, I don't like the pearls by the eyes. I get it. You know, add a little something, something. But I don't really like that part. Other than that, the fit is great. I love it. Like, I really do. She impressed. She definitely did. I'm going to give her a 90. This is, this is great. Yeah, I really like this. So my favorite runway theme of all time was season nine when they did the Club Kid uh, runway. And I'm so happy because Jimbo is bringing that Club Kid back with this look. And yeah, I was just like, whoa, when she walked out. I saw a meme that um, compared it to, (laughs) I don't know if anybody will get this, but in community, um, the mascot for the community college was the human beings and they're, they're like it's a glow up of the human beings oh my god <laughs> if you have awesome. not watched community by the way glowing recommendation it's phenomenal yes, it's, so good. it's so good but yeah i loved every little thing i loved the like she even had like the cloth perfectly positioned so that she had like flowers where each of her eyes would be um i really love the pearl mouth and I love everything she did to sell this, like her walking the wrong way on stage. And <laughs> when Jessica's like, who is it? And she's like, I can't see. <laughs> she just sold this in every way possible. So I'm super impressed. I also gave this a 90. Uh, so my gripe with this outfit, like, I love this. It's, okay, so you know how the, where, how the, the, it's supposed to be like a coat jacket type of thing. I can't tell. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like a coat with a belt. Because like when I first looked at this, I thought it was like sewn part of it. I can't tell though. Like which is like what's like throwing me off a little bit. Like seeing this angle though it does look like it's supposed to be like a partial jacket. Mm-hmm. So it's like because again it, it's like it's sewn there for some reason like on our breastplate. Like, do you see it? Yeah. So, I, like, I like I thought the stuff like it was sewn, and I thought it looked a little messy there. But, however, like I was impressed by this when I first looked at. It. I was like, wow! Like that sleeve, like the shoulder puff. I was like, damn! Like I would have never thought of that. And then, um, and we did talk about how with the face kini, um, like she wore no makeup on there, like. You can't tell if you, like, she is wearing makeup at all because of, like, the type of fabric. So, like, she can get away with this without wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what I would have loved the exaggeration of her wearing a lipstick with the with the pearl mouth, yes. Or even, like, do, like, a, a very subtle eyeshadow with the pearl. With the pearl in the eyes. Other than that, like, um, I love this so much. Um, 95. I think, it's incredibly, I think it's incredibly impressive what she did. Um, 
the construction and getting all of that done in the time that she had allotted, I think it I think it looks fantastic. Um, I love the I love the choice of fabrics. Also, I honestly kind of wish that the fabrics were swapped though. Mm -hmm. So the body, the pink, and then the coat is the flow is the floral. Same. Um, yeah, I would love that. For me, I think that might have been a little bit better. Um, but regardless, I, I do think what what she did was incredibly impressive. Uh, 90. Um, okay, so I don't love it. I'm going to start with saying that. I think it's kind of fine. I will say I think it's impressive that she did it in that amount of time. Like, keeping that a buck. Um, but yeah, I agree. I wish the prints were swapped. I think the pink kind of overshadows the floral when the floral is much more like Trixie to me. Like, I that's what I'm, I get more of Trixie from that than I do from any of this. Um, I don't know if I'm the only one. I really don't like the pearls on the face, Keeney. I think <laughs> it looks kind of deep, but that's just me. Um, although I will say I am happy that she did not make the boobs the point of focus this week. Like you can very clearly tell the face Keeney is where you're supposed to be looking. And I appreciate that. Um, also I do like the puppy sleeve. I like a good puppy sleeve. Um, so for me, this is like a 65, mm -hmm. but note that if this was like a normal runway and she had like made that in the workroom, it'd probably be higher. Like that kind of like for a design challenge. It's okay. I've seen better. I've seen worse. Um, when I first saw this on a live stream that my friend was doing, I was like, the Jimbo get Trinity's box because it kind of reminds me of Trinity's um, Ultra 7 finale runway, you know, except that the puss is not out this time. I don't know, maybe it's because it was like a chain, long sleeves, and it was pinkish. I see the confused look on your face. Maybe my brain is going somewhere else. If you get the I reference, that's all that matters, sweetheart. Mm -hmm. um, I love the puff sleeve. I've been enjoying puff seasons. Um, one certain pop star has done it for Coachella and her tour back in 2019. Um, I love the pearls on the eyes. I was like, I, I enjoyed a pearl mouth. I, I was shocked that there wasn't pearl on the neck because, you know, everybody loves a good pearl necklace. I actually enjoy the nails on this, too. This is very Trixie. This is something I would definitely see Trixie wear as well. Well, not, not face Heaney. Obviously, it will be more grandiose and show some leg. And obviously, she will fit her big hair on. Um, Jumbo, this is actually a fool for me for some reason. I enjoy it. Yeah, she deserves at least one fool. <laughs> Wasn't going to be me, no <laughs> <laughs> I know, I it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I gave Jimbo a couple falls, so. Yeah. Next up is the Lala Re experience. Oh, she looks so good. Yeah. <clears throat> this is the third gown that she made. And she did such a good job with the gown. She did such a great job. I do not like the silver things on her on her hand and around her neck. That for me looks a little bit cheap. I like that her gown, although it doesn't always touch the floor, the length, I'm not disturbed by it. I just really dislike the the two 
the silver things on her hand and on her necklace. And I don't really have a problem with there only being one sleeve. I just wish that the sleeveless part was done better. <sighs> she went to backstage. She found RuPaul's room and she stole the oldest wig that she can find <laughs> from one of her boxes. This receding hairline wig. <laughs> no, but no. It's going on. You know oh who wig this is, right? Alexis. And Alexis is shady for that. Alexis put <laughs> this wig. And then on the runway, Alexis was smiling her eyes out the whole night. She knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. This wig, <laughs> I just cannot. I cannot. But the dress is fine. I'm going to give her a 70. This this wig, like. <laughs> you know, this, wig. this wig. This wig. This wig. Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to touch on the wig. I This is not my least favorite outfit of the night. Um, I, I kind of like the like one sleeve missing. Um, it's a good color on her. And I, I love Lala. I've really grown to like fall in love with her this season. Because like, like I've said before, she didn't really stand out to me too much in her first season. But she's incredible. I don't understand what was going on from the neck up, though. Uh, like you said, the hairline was arguably the worst hairline I've ever seen on Drag Race. That's so a rude hairline. Yeah, I, I don't know why she did not see that or nobody told her. But also her makeup, like it kind of looked like quick drag makeup to me. Like she did not have her face beat the way it needed to be. So like... It was overwhelmingly distracting to me, her makeup and the hairline. So it really affected my judgment of her like extremely negatively. And I'm sorry to say it, I gave her a 30 overall, but that's mostly because of the, the face and hairline. But the dress is okay. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. I was trying to keep in mindful with this because this is the third gown that she made. So, like, going from the um, the Mardi Gras-style um, sequin to this um, plain orange with stoning, which looks very good. Like, when I saw that fabric, I was like, ooh. Like, I, I can see where she could go with this. Um, which, I guess, it's, like, part of the reason why, I guess, her makeup wasn't as, like, much of the focus and the wig, unfortunately. Um, she was more focused on the dress. Um, now, like, when she was walking, though, and, um, this, and this was just me, like, she looked like she was, like, struggling a little bit walking. Because the dress was a little tight. Mm. Well, the, the dress falls at an awkward length where I think it was getting caught in her heel. Mm, that, too. Oh. Yeah, that, too. Mm -hmm. but... So, like, like, that was my only thing about it, but, like, I love how she constructed this, though. So, um... And I do love the one sleeve, and I like how the judge critiques was just like, um, "Did you run out of fabric?" Yeah, so I just did one sleeve. I was just like, that was "It's so still cute. <laughs> literally ran out of fabric." This is the third gown I've ever made. Um, 
but it looks good though in my opinion um but um i did kind of agree the the uh, the blue edition was a little bit like at first i thought i liked it and then now i'm looking at it further i was just like yeah. maybe it was like maybe if she like did like a whole neck of it it would have looked better and like and of course the cuffing um that looked good so i won't fault her for that and i kind of wish she did like a blue line on the very bottom like to add like an effect to it um for me this would be a 75 mm. This is not my least favorite outfit of the night. Um, David, don't get me started yet. We'll talk about that. <laughs> um, you saw my eye roll? I sure did. I looked Sorry. right at you, darling. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, this is not my least favorite garment of the evening. Um, I think it's actually... A, a, she, she made a dress that is made of materials, and it's on her body. So... <laughs> Uh, she sewed a hem. She's there is a hem. I think there is a hem. There is everywhere a hem. you look, there's a hem. Everywhere I sewed a hem. Um, I mean, this is basic as all hell, but in I'm just I'm not mad at it. I don't know why I'm not mad at it. I think it's just because it's Lala. Um, but I think the construction of this is better than two other looks this evening i'm i'm just gonna say that mm -hmm. um yeah i i'm not mad at it overall she sold it as well as she possibly could it's gonna be a 65. um am i the only one that really liked this like a lot um i think no i love this i love well, this no, but... well i mean the whole package like sure the wig line's a little off but like i didn't notice it until you pointed it out <laughs> I, think that's no. me. I, mean, I wasn't looking <laughs> at her wig line i was looking at her gown because that's what she made you know what i mean uh, -uh no mm -mm. that's mm -mm. okay again it's just me this is just where my eyes went to and they didn't go to her wig they went to the gown and that's where, where i looked even on the close-ups on her face you're still looking at the gown <laughs> I didn't look at her hairline. You're I probably too distracted by Jimbo's boobs, as always. Again, we are not talking about Jimbo's boobs this week. We had an entire 30-minute discussion on that last week. So if you wanted to check, hear our uh, discourse. It was actually cast, 25 minutes. Thank you. I appreciate the, the postmarking there, bud. Um, <laughs> regardless, if you want to watch that out, check our review of Jimbo's look from last week. Um, regardless, um, I really love that creamsicle color on her. I think it looks gorgeous. Um, I didn't really get cheap from the blue, but I do wish there wasn't anything on the neck. I wish it was either just on the wrist or a little bit more. Um, um, but to be fair, now that you've pointed out the wig line, I do notice it. So there's that. Um, I'll give it an 80. Um... Remember how I said I thought Jimbo got Trinity's box? I thought Lala got a Monet's box because, of course, the creamsicle color reminds me of her lipstick assassin. Reminds me of Monet's yep. lipstick assassin look when Juju lost her first ever lip sync. Um, he didn't even try. <laughs> um, Mr. Townsend, I'm glad you pointed out the wig line because this is a Rue wig line. I thought she brought got that out of Rue's closet. <laughs> 
for real. Vincent Panay came from Miss Broadway herself, Alexis. No, Michelle. Alexis got it out of Ruth's closet. <laughs> what happened? Ruth I hasn't think... been wearing that color in a while, though. So Honestly. she didn't mind. She's like, I'm, you can take these old wigs. I'm gonna need Ruth to bring back the ruby red color at some point in some time. She's staying blonde, remember? Get the pussy cat. Staying blonde. Um, back, back to Lala. <laughs> got it. Batalala, I know, I know good and damn well. Mr. Thompson was looking at the wig line. Burke was looking at the dress. I was looking at those shoes. The shoes. The, the, the minute you mentioned, the minute you mentioned that it looks like it was about to zig in here, I was like, oh no! Please don't follow this runway. We cannot have you tripping and stumbling like Cat Michaels on the apocalyptic runway. We cannot have Versace on the floor. Part two, the Rumex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, and but that, uh, Versace. Well, yes. Um, Lala, I like the little touches of blue. I guess honestly, it's silver. Oh, um, oops! It does look for the blue third blue. time. It's silver. New friends, silver. Old friends, gold. Got you. Um, <laughs> honestly, if I had Shay's box. You know what I would be hoping would be in that box? Her entrance like pattern print. That, that floral that she wore that I literally have like a swim brief and a swim trunk of. Are they <laughs> all stars five inches book? Yes. That floral pattern yeah. is iconic. Okay. Right. Let me speed this up. Um, it's an okay look. She sewed a garment. Um, for her third gown, this is good. This is gonna be a sensible 74. Next up is Alexis Michelle. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's accurate. Um. um, is she a winner? Most definitely. This look can be a crowning look, crowning look for this show crowning look for a pageant this look is everything i was thoroughly impressed i didn't know she was that great of a seamstress mm -hmm. but she delivered the color of the hair goes so well with it as well in this picture it looks like she too has a receding hairline um it, it does this picture this picture it does look like it's a little bit Pushback. I'm shocked there were so many receding hairlines this week when Katya's there next week. <laughs> <laughs> Need to make up your hairline and, <laughs> and recede. <laughs> yeah, but I love this. It's very Trinity the Tuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of her, honestly. Um, I'm gonna give her a 95. She ate. She did. Yeah, I think she did really well with this. Um, I was impressed. Um, it's a great fabric. So she had, um, she had a leg up to start with, with such a good fabric. Um, there are things that I didn't necessarily love. Like I didn't like the belt and I was trying to think, could it be a different color and look better? But I, I don't know if it could. I, I just kind of wish the belt wasn't there in the tool. I don't really need that either. Uh, but everything else, I think, looks really good. So I was impressed with her. Was she my favorite of the night? No. Was I mad she got a win? No. I think she 
based on her overall package, she should have a win at this point, I think. So um, I'm happy for her. I gave this an 83. For me, this was my favorite look of the, of the week because um, I I remember watching this because um, I watched it like at four in the morning, if I'll be honest. <laughs> same. same. So um, I was off. I was off of work. So I was just like, you know what? Let me watch this early. And I still went to the watch party <laughs> anyways. <laughs> um, I was like, damn, this is actually really good. Like like more, more impressive than Jimbo's outfit. Like that's how good I thought it, how good it was. So, and like seeing like in the in the workroom when Alexis was actually like making like cuz like when she had the fabric on the floor like laid out how she was going to do it, she needed what need, what needed to be done. <laughs> I mean even like she did what needed to be done. Basically. <laughs> Like, that's how good this outfit was. Like, yes, like, in my opinion, the tool was a little bit not needed, in my opinion. Like, it still helps the outfit, but at the same time, but I didn't think it was needed. Um, I do agree with the belt. I wish, like, if it were purple, it would have, like, enhanced it, in my opinion. However, I'm still giving this a full, because this was my favorite book of the, of the entire week. She did what needed to be done. I think this season, I, I, it's interesting because it's slowly turning into everyone who should have a win now has a win, but I don't agree with most of the placements of aforementioned wins. <laughs> like, I'm happy now that everybody in, in the top five has a win, but also, like, some of those wins could have been shuffled around and it would have made a little bit more sense. Right. But that's just me. Um, but no, overall... It looks great. I maybe would have done a different wig. I don't love the wig. I don't, I'm not mad about the wig. Um, but it's it's full. She did what needed to be done. Um, yeah, go ahead and part up real quick because she did what needed to be done. Um, I was getting some interesting angular movement from the headpiece. Um, it's been a hot minute to do one of those, so I thought we'd spice it up a little bit. Um, I, actually, I really like the belt. I actually think it adds a lot to the outfit because it makes it segmented and it makes it look more complete. Um, it also makes her look way more cinched than I think she actually is. Um, but there's that too. Um, I don't mind the tool. I like the color palette. I think the color looks very pretty on her. Um... It's giving Lady Liberty does drag, and I'm down. Um, full. <laughs> the belt kind of looks like duct tape. The more I look at it, I know it's not duct tape. Um, Ooh. this is an amazing look. Um, even with this, um, this ginger Lova Ladiva moment, because. The wig reminds me of, you know, this exactly reminds me of when Lova Ladiva was lip syncing for her life to Celine Dion against La Cajena, dropping down oh, to her Lola knees. Diva. Dropping down to her knees like them European queens do. And I was like, oh, that's that moment, but in Ginger. Oh, no. um, You're so correct, though. I love, oh, no. After. One thing about me, I love a train. 
I talk about chains one too many times when it comes to garments. This is beautiful. This is something I would wear. I, I'm going to need Alexis Michelle to commission that to me, but in purple. Thank you. Or red. Um, this is a beautiful garment. I love the headpiece. This headpiece moment. I'm much into like feathers, glittery shit, and chains. You're she so into feathers right now. I'm so into feathers right now. <laughs> um, this is a beautiful garment. Um, I've had my doubts of Alexis and design challenges since um, the infamous turquoise embellishments. Um, <laughs> she went blind I, I in her challenge. Have some sensitivity. Got it. Still underwhelmed. But I'm not whelmed at all. Overwhelmed. I'm um, amazed. I have my feelings about Alexis, but at the same time. Hold on. Um, Bitch, turn your camera off. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Wait, can we do that for him? That's how amazed Will was. Had to leave the room. Why do I feel like we're getting an Alexis Michelle fan? Are we getting... I'm confused. Confusion. Me too. I am also (laughs) confusion. I am confusion. Love you too. Bitch. Oh, was it Alexis? Alexis came and... Paid well. I'm sorry, y'all. What was up? You need to score. You, you left out of nowhere, bitch. I'm sorry. I had things to do. My apologies. <laughs> but um, give your score. My scores are full. Work. Let's move on. Move on. Miss Yazika Wild. This was interesting. <clears throat> Mr. Talented. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> oh. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's the mm-mm for me. Do I need to? Do I do I need them? This was Keep them on standby, Logan. <laughs> Keep them on standby. No, this was probably the most underwhelming look that I saw. This week, I didn't really like this. I feel like people are hyping it up a little bit too much. But for me personally, I'm not getting much from this. Like the the um the waist up is cute. The waist down. Mm-mm. Like the skirt part just looks like she just got the fabric and just wrapped it around her body and mm-hmm. then cut a little hole by the like like I I don't really find this to be all that great. Okay. Not gonna lie. It it, it moved nicely on the runway, but I don't think this was good. Mm-hmm. I really don't. My score, um, it's a fifth. It's like a, yeah, it's a fifth. It's 15. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought you were going to be way lower based on all that. 
Um, yeah, I thought that, I should, uh, you know what, Ice Cake, it's a 40. Go, go for it. 40? Um, this turned out better than I thought it would. When she was talking to Raven and Chanel, and she showed the two fabrics, and they were like, oh, those will go well together. I'm like, will they? Um, but I thought it turned out not bad. Uh, for me, she was as safe as anybody could be. Um, she was clearly the middle position of the night for me. Um, I thought it did flow well on the runway. For me, it gave me a little bit of Zaldi. Like, this could be something, especially the shape of it, that I could see Zaldi making for RuPaul. Um, she even kind of looks like she's trying to give RuPaul in this. Um, but yeah, it, it's fine. It's nothing amazing, but it's not terrible. I gave it a 55. I was, I was genuinely surprised how this was going to turn out because, like, I wasn't, like, much versed on like what jessica would do but then given that this is a kylie box i thought we were going to get like more um bodysuit type in my opinion however this still looks good in me because like what i would have done was um the the snake fabric would have been like a bodysuit and then the um the silver mesh would have been like um a hooded type thing I don't know how to describe it. I think what Sasha Valor did with like one of the hooded outfits she had, mm -hmm. um, I was like going like that. That was like my thought process if I were to do that. Um, however, um, it's okay. Like I like how the dress is constructed. Uh, however, um, the stripe was a little off for me. That's just me. Um, Cause like if, if I were to do this style of dress, I would have like done like a, um, I guess do a similar thing with like the the, the thing across, but um, would have done it differently. I don't know how though, but this wasn't like, what I envisioned originally. But it was okay. But I wasn't like wowed. Um, for me, this is like a sixty. I'm disappointed because I love Jessica. Jessica is one of my favorites. Jessica is currently my pick to win. Unfortunately, this for me was the worst outfit of the night. And the main reason why is because of this purple fabric. And from the photo that I pulled, it's swinging. She's mid-motion because this is one of the only full body shots that they showed on the show. Um, but the purple panel actually just goes straight down on that same diagonal oh. from where it starts from the bodice. And I don't understand why it's there. It's not a panel. It's not fringe. It's not like anything specific. It's literally just a panel of fabric in front of the rest of the skirt of the garment. And for me, that just feels weird. Like if it was its own panel and it was like, oh, this cute, purple lace panel in the middle of this um otherwise like yellow and brown fabric cool that's color theory great cool unfortunately for me it just feels unnecessary and if it had just been cut off and only been the bodice piece i think i may have liked it a little bit better um 
there were some hem issues. There's not a hem here uh, that I saw. Mm-hmm. It, there was a bit of a hem issue. I don't like the the way that the dress is cut at the bottom. It's like it like dips in the front and then kind of like it, it's just a weird length overall. Yeah. I know she's not a seamstress, so I do think what she did was serviceable. But for me, unfortunately, it is the worst of the night. It's going to be a 50. And that's mostly just because I enjoy Jessica very much. Uh, Logan, can you get the chopsticks out, please? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a happy chopstick. We don't want to do this. We all love her, okay? We all love her. Um, this was by far the worst outfit of the night for me. Uh even Candy's, who was kind of boring, at least it was, like, moderately well-constructed. Um, I don't know. I agree with the purple thing. I think it really threw off what was otherwise a totally passable dress. Um, I also... I didn't notice it during the runway until they pointed it out on the main stage, but that little floppy piece on the left breast was distracting. Um, because in this picture, it almost looks like it's strapped. Like, there's straps on the dress, but it's it's not that. Well, there is a strap on the, on her right side. Yeah, on her right side. Strap on the other side. Which is weird to me, too. Um, it, like, it, it, it does kind of throw off the whole vibe of the outfit. Um, I love her wig. I think her wig looks fantastic. I think she looks stunning. To me, I think the only <laughs> not in the bottom here is because, like I mentioned last week, they are trying to push her as, like, because they don't have a fashion queen, like a traditional femme fashion queen on the cast. Skinny. Her. Skinny. You can say skinny. Sure. Skinny. They have been pushing her into that box. I still don't understand why Kahana doesn't fall in that box. Because they weren't for trying me, to... She does, for me, for me personally. Yeah, but the show wasn't portraying her that way. They've been portraying Jessica that way compared to Kahana. Um... Because Jessica, I don't think she's even gotten any like serious critique on any of her runways this entire season. Yeah, I could be misremembering here. Like, I think this is the first time she's gotten anything negative on an outfit. Was tonight. Um, and even then, it wasn't even really negative. It's just like, eh, that one little piece is weird, but otherwise it's really good. I didn't like it. Uh, for me, this is like a 20. I, it just feels unfinished. Logan, break them out. I'm sad. We did it on the baiting. We did it on the morning. Not this. Um, <laughs> it is the kind of shit. Oh, goddamn. That was good. That was good. You know, I am a counter tenor. Um, yes. Um, other than that, oh, Lord. I love Jessica Down. You know, Puerto Rican. Um, rooting for everybody Black and Latina. <laughs> This is disappointing, especially looking back at some of her recent designs, of course, and looking back at like the designs that she did back on season two, like her wedding look. That's what I think of, and then of course her gone with the wind fabulous window fabulous look. Um, I don't know who this woman is, but to me, she gives Jessica, and that's just what I'm going to give on the runway. God, I love her. I do not know what I do not know what Kylie was gonna. I do not know what Kylie's box was gonna consist of. Maybe I thought it was gonna consist of some bodysuits, maybe Nudity. some strap, maybe some strappy stuff. Because you know her and um, G O D D E S her S as herself love straps. I thought you know? we were gonna get like her dirty outfit 
from All Star Six because that's like the when I think of Kylie, that's like the pops in my head. Maybe they need. Maybe there needs to be some undertip. Maybe I don't know. Undertip. Um, Could you imagine if Jessica had just worn the breastplate and just done like a bustier with underboob, and then the <laughs> honestly, I would have lived. I would have lived. Sorry. Um, but okay. Personally, if I was to do this, I would have done something that shows a little like maybe it would have had a slit on it. Keep this hair color, but maybe an updo would look better. A Y two K ish updo kind of moment. Um, this was disappointing. This was my second least favorite outfit of the night, aside from candy. <laughs> and it's crazy because those are my top two at the very moment. Like, um, and it's sad because it's like they really didn't do good in this challenge, and this is a huge letdown. Especially because she also won the ball as well. This was a huge letdown for Jessica this week. This would be getting a thirty-five. Yeah, just well, that's that. Isn't it refreshing that. to be through the runway looks in like an hour? Yes, it's great. I love every moment of it. It's <laughs> truly spectacular. You know, as much as we might have missed the fame games this week, <laughs> I didn't. I would have, you know, I would have been ready for Nisha. I would have been ready for Nisha. Like, I would have been. Yeah, I was ready. I was ready. Yeah. I was ready. No. <laughs> oh please! There's like two looks that I've enjoyed. Two or three looks of Nations that I've enjoyed, and that's hey, her look last week, the shade, the shady lady look was great. It was yeah. Good. Did y'all fucking realize it was made out of fucking glasses? Yes, no, I sure. like it. Still it was giving like vision it. works. It was giving vi- any, it was giving anyway. Um, <laughs> we get a winner. And she's on Broadway. Broadway. <laughs> Worked out BFA. Weaponizing that BFA. I think we all agree, except for David. I mean, she wasn't my favorite, but I'm fine with her winning. I'm not you mad. You would have had Jimbo win. Yep. That's fine. Oh, that's fair. Cool. We, who was everyone's bottom two before we discuss the bottom right. two? Brooke, let's start with you. Uh, my bottom two was. Andy and Jessica, I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> but Jessica. Yeah. Jessica, you candy. I'm sorry. Or better yet, everyone should have been in the bottom because production. What Wait, happened? That's Everybody got to their happened? bottoms. That is my next speaking point. Don't I worry. said it last week. Where's that twist? Oh, okay. You ready for Watch a them twist? It. Watch <laughs> them pull it out this episode. Watch them pull it out this episode. Where's the twist? Oh, y'all wanted a twist. They got my two lists. Go as Jessica and Candy. Definitely. David? Mine were Lala and Candy. I thought it was the right bottom two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine were Candy and Jessica. Well, I hate to make you the only person that disagrees with the group, David, but I also think it should have been Candy. David is practically turning into the Turner of the group, which is very sad. Don't Turner? do that to David. Don't do that. Sorry, don't do that. That's disrespectful. Literally. David, you I'm should not, feel uh, disrespected right now. I would like to make a public apology to David Healy and company. My apologies. I should never have compared them to Turner Turner of Big Brother 24 fame and TikTok oh. by Chuck fame. 
No, David. My apologies. Turner from BB24. He's Timmy Turner because he wears a baseball cap. Sure. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Anyway, I, I would have made it a bottom three and add in Lala's wig. Alexis's wig that Lala borrowed. <laughs> yes, Alexis, that deserves the Paul wig that Alexis borrowed. Or Am I wrong in thinking that every single top five in All Stars, since All Stars 2, with the exception of All Star 7, because they didn't have a top five, right? Has been if you weren't in the top, you were in the bottom. Yeah. It's been that <laughs> even before that. Every like, year on All Stars. Yeah. <laughs> but like we have to remember everyone. They can't put Jimbo in the bottom. And again, I'm saying this as someone who is enjoying Jimbo and the package that she has brought to Drag Race this season. Unfortunately, the fact of the matter is they cannot put Jimbo in the bottom or else she goes home. And we cannot afford another Jimbo meltdown. Again, Could you imagine Jimbo going home this week? I mean, besides Brooke, can anybody else? Like... (laughs) I mean, I can imagine anybody going home any week, but my whole thing is, look, regardless of if Jimbo, because honestly, Jimbo was probably second or third for me this week. She was second or third. I can't decide between her and Mawa who I liked better. I think maybe Jimbo, honestly. Um, But like, for me, this is one of the situations where this is obvious production saving somebody because... And it's not because she should have went home because she was the worst. It's because very clearly this is something they have done for six seasons. This was an opportunity. This is an opportunity that could have been taken. This could have been it up production. You're doing a great job. Alexis Michelle could have had the opportunity to pull a Naomi Smalls and send this big pack in all the way back up. And she Life's not fair. Do you yeah. think she would have? Not fair moment, and then we would have had a top four where everyone has one win. I don't know that Alexis would the have. World. <laughs> because I think Alexis was sticking with that final four alliance that she alluded to in Untucked when she was talking let's, to Candy. Let's go to Untucked. Yeah, speak on it, David. Yeah, so basically Candy was talking to uh, um, Alexis and Alexis said, yeah, I wrote you a note uh, proposing this alliance and you never got back to me. Well, we know from listening, well, I know from listening to a different podcast that there was the alliance between Candy, Jimbo, and Heidi, and they had um, Alexis as kind of an unofficial fourth, but they had mentioned that around Alexis, so she thought she was part of that alliance, and honestly, I think that's why she didn't cut Candy, because she wanted to stick with this alliance. Not to mention on Twitter, she posted today that... Uh, she made a decision, and then the next night she regretted the decision she made. Um, and is this Alexis Michelle trying to save face with the Drag Race fans? Yes, probably. But I, I mean, even if you know, this is the only word we have to go on the subject is hers, so we can only make assumptions based on what we see. But it is interesting to me that she would keep her loyalty to Candy over Lala when Lala directly saved her last week. And you know Alexis okay, wanted to Kai and you know Lala, you know Alexis wanna Kai Kai with um Lala. Well I think the interesting thing too and the thing that Alexis brings up in Untucked is like they've known each other for years. Well yes. Like this like the relationship between Candy and Alexis goes back like 
five or six years, I think, prior to any of this. Yeah, they knew each other New before York. both of them were on on Drag Race. But so it's like, and I understand there's a lot going on in the competition, and it it. I don't think if it had been everybody else in the bottom, I don't think Alexis sends either of them home. I honestly think she sends home Jessica. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Because I don't think she would have wanted to send either of them home. And she had talked to Jimbo in that episode about wanting to go to the end with Jimbo. So unfortunately, I think if it is a bottom four, I think Jessica goes home here and I would have been very upset. And I was very upset by the outcome of this, but... Unfortunately, though, assuming Alexis wins the challenge, out of the four people in the bottom, Jessica does have the worst track record. So, like, it would... She's the only one out of the four that has been in the bottom before. The only one. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it was Candy and Lala's first time in the bottom. Oh, you're so right. That's strange. Okay. because Because Lala, Jessica, and Candy are literally that close right? Jimbo's never been to the bottom and she has three wins, right? The, literally the only two who have been to the bottom are Alexis and Jessica. So if Alexis yeah. wins, everybody in the bottom, Jessica has the worst record. Because for most of the season it was Kahana and someone. <laughs> Sadly. Oh it was either Kahana and someone or Darian and someone. Also, speaking of Kahana, so- did we all see that the drama between Kahana and Heidi has been resolved? I'm yes. very happy to see. I'm happy that she's yes. away from them demons and shit because I was like, girl, are we gonna have to call are we gonna have to call Silky to baptize you or something? Um completely unrelated to present conversation, but this is something I want to touch on because we've talked about a lot of guest judges this year. Who is this uh, man? Okay, hold up. No, let me let me speak because this is someone who has touched yeah. my life deeply. Uh Brandon Boyd, the lead singer of this. Uh, and I am very much a rock person, so it was it was very cool to see somebody who's from like my neck of the woods on Drag Race. Uh-huh. Um, and specifically, Incubus has meant a lot to me in my life. So this was kind of like my Marin Morris moment for the year. <laughs> um, so I, I was really happy to see him. Um, <laughs> hey, 80s Mercedes coming on Drag Race Lipstick Bracket 2, baby! <laughs> no, literally. Nope. And speaking of that, okay, because, like, I don't know if anyone knows much about Incubus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, because, like, like, here's them. the thing. Because, like, um, I'm o- I only knew about Incubus because with where I used to work when the- it was, I think, 311 Incubus and Stone Temple Pilots... Um, they all did a concert all together. That's okay. how I knew. That's how I knew about Incubus. Mm-hmm. Now, like literally, like at the watch party I was at. Um, shout out to Crystal Edge as always. Um, mm-hmm. She was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like no. that's why I was thinking this entire episode. I was like, "Who is this man?" <laughs> no, no, because like um, I I I didn't recognize the name, but once they brought up Incubus, I was like, "Wait a damn minute!" Like. Because mm-hmm. um, who was it? Um, there was someone else. He was at the watch party this um this week, but like he usually goes. But like he's also familiar with Incubus, and he was just like, I wish like this. This is like a instance of where um someone just became a fan like just recently, uh, and he mm-hmm. did talk talk about it on talk where um his wife got his wife got him into Drag Race. That's why he became a guest judge. Oh, interesting. He's also like a very big charity person. Like they, he has a charity like case foundation that Incubus has done to make it's himself foundation, right? Like 
legitimately one of the best human beings I have ever had the pleasure of getting to like follow for a long period of time. So if you're into rock and you like bands that have had, like three big hits but are still really talented, listen to Incubus. They're great. <laughs> Honestly, if they had if they had um Brandon Boyd of Incubus there, they should have done a rock song for the lip sync. They could have done Drive or Dig, which are both really good songs that could have fit the tone of the episode really well. But well, I don't know if they oh, were to do a rock song. Oh, but instead, mm. but instead, we are listening the assassin. I'm excited to talk about this assassin, though. But before I that, will not hear any disrespect for this lip sync assassin. This is the same. Not lying. Hey, I am a person. Great. As a queen we have seen on Drag Race, great. Great. As, as a, a host? host? It's the goofiest host, host we know. Goofy. Goofy. I didn't realize getting assassinated on Drag Race mean you could come back as a lip sync assassin. That's all I, I, mean, I, I, mean, I mean, Jessica was an assassin. She I mean, wanted a lip sync. I mean, a lip sync. But she's not an assassin. I mean, Jessica Absolutely was assassinated not, by Tatiana. I was Tatiana. so happy to see her. No, I was Truly. so happy to see Nikki Doll. Like, you they knew the production schedule. No, they planned this week perfectly because Nikki Doll was a lip sync assassin and Valentina was on the pit stop. So, <laughs> and you know, Sansa oh, is coming. I know. If y'all have not watched the pit stop this week with Bianca and Valentina, it is one of the best pit stop episodes of all time. Talk, Valentina. I agree. Like, I'm <laughs> But. Nikki Doll is here Goofy. for that lip syncing to These Boots Are Made for Walking by Nancy Sinatra. And I love how much Nikki has been online saying, hey, don't give hate to the queens because we perform to a shit song. <laughs> she literally, where's, hold on, where's the tweet? I need to read it. You know, this is, um, you can, know. Can we, uh, Brandon, can you pull up the Mrs. Kasha Davis because that was my face. I got it. I got it. You know. oh, she, so Nikki. So Nikki tweeted. <laughs> oh my god! You know. so Nikki tweeted. I thought I wouldn't answer to the jokes online because I'm legit so above this, but I do find truly hilarious to read comments about people that don't even step foot on stages or even do drag to judge two booked and successful queens performing on TV for your entertainment on a shit song choice that we had no control over. Next time, instead of trying to shine online with your stupid rhetoric, put some cha-cha heels on and go perform for everyone to judge. Cowards. Nancy Sinatra, I love you, but in my headphones. Okay. (laughs) Not a song that would typically be used on Drag Race. I'm happy it was, because I actually think there was a but It should have been the Jessica Simpson version. I had the weirdest thought. I had the weirdest thought. I mean, honestly, if it were me, I would have swapped Nikki and Angie. I think honestly, I had the weirdest. I had the weirdest thought. I thought since they have the rights to shake it up, they could have used the Olivia Holt version of "These Boots Are Made for Walking" for some random ass reason. Hold on, hold on, because I just need to go back to the fact that Brooke wanted Nikki Doll to lip sync to Grace Jones. I didn't say that. I said Angie doing. You said you wanted to swap. Angie and Nikki, thereby saying you wanted Nikki to lip sync to Grace Jones. So you know, I have in Nikki, and then you swap Nikki and Raja. Nikki doll doing coconuts. Say that you want Nikki doll to lip sync to coconuts. It would be better. Okay, but yeah, that gives Raja O'Hara on Grace Jones. Okay, Nikki doll is not an assassin, no matter what she lip syncs to. I'm sorry, Nikki. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
how about since you know Nikki is very goofy, you know, if Jimbo was in the I have this weird lip sync scenario, had Jimbo been at the top. If Jimbo was in the top and the assassin was Nikki, the song I wanted them to lip sync to was La Banana Spit by Leo. It's very goofy. Yes. Per- it's very goofy. It's very perfect. They both Jimbo. speak French. I just want to hear that song again on God Grace. Anyway, this lip sync was shit and Alexis wins. Yeah, Alexis did not do bad. I don't think either one of them Alexis did Alexis did a very good job with what she was given. That's what yeah. was hot. The thing is with this song, because like how they edit it, obviously, like the only good part, in my opinion, was like the dance at the very end. In my opinion. They was doing the Shirley Temple. Yeah. <laughs> not the Shirley Temple. Are no, you ready, I- Boots? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say well, this though. I, I will say this though about um, the two times we've seen Nikki Doll lip sync on Drag Race US. In my opinion, I did think Nikki's lips- second lip sync was better than her first one. Oh, absolutely. Not hard. Mm-hmm. It's just oh. that it's, it's unfortunate how like her circumstances was at that point because like mm-hmm. I remember in season twelve like. Nikki Doll was like actually one of my early favorites, and then the fact, and then the fact that she got eliminated that early, I was like so sad. So I was really I was ha- sad. I was happy to see like her come back, and the fact that like it's that free promo for Drag Race France. So yeah. and to be one hundred percent clear, I have ragged on Nikki a little bit here. Love her; she is super talented. It is just in her lip syncs we have seen on the show that what we have seen of her on Drag Race, she does not qualify as a lip sync assassin. In the same way that Jessica Wilde is a very talented lip sync artist, but when she came back as an assassin on on All Star Six, it made no sense. It really did. I love her dearly, but it's the same way as as Angeria being a lip sync assassin. I love her dearly, but I wouldn't consider her a lip sync assassin. She literally lost to the assassin that was after her. (laughs) I people take that too literally. I mean. We want to have variety. There's only we so have many assassins. On as an assassin. Yeah, but we would be recycling those same people. Where no, you know, you, know you know how much Where? other people they haven't used with Jaden Dior Fears. Where's they have international girls with Vanity Milan? Where, Where is, is Akasha? Money to fly them out. Where is Akasha? Where is Akasha? Well, no, I think so. Okay, I'll give I'll give some alleged tea that don't that no longer matters. Crystal Versace was rumored to be a lip sync assassin on this season. I don't know if she is at any point in the future. Uh, she's definitely not next week because we all know who the lip sync assassin is next week. But I didn't um, with Latrice, where's Latrice? Where is Latrice? Where is Akasha? Where is Andy? Where's Jiggly? Y'all could have brought Jiggly back for Dragon's Philippines promo, because, you know... Where's Serena Chacha at this point? (laughs) (laughs) Where's Venus Delight? Where is Jan? Serena Chacha has the same lip sync record as Nikki Doll, okay? Just saying. One more loss than Nikki. Wait, you're so right. No. She has one more loss than Nikki. And they both have a better lip sync track record than Jimbo. Oh, okay, literally everyone has a better lip sync track record than Jimbo, and that's no <laughs> not zero. zero for zero. Zero for anyway, six. Anyway, zero, zero for six. Alexis wins the lip sync, and 
the La La Re experience is over. Bye, <laughs> All Stars 8. I no longer I care. You know what? Okay, bye. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, Mrs. Townsend. One, Alexis needs to stop backtracking. You did what you did. You did what you did. Yep. Two, some people are just blatant liars because I'm not buying that you see her almost every day and you forgot that she gave you the no accent to be in the alliance. I Is it possible? Yes. For, I, I don't know how you could see her. Logan gives me an, um, a note saying that he wants to be in my alliance and I'm seeing him almost every day and I just magically yeah, right. forget. I don't, I don't get that. Like how, how, do, how do you forget mm-hmm. something as crucial as that? That I don't understand. That Three. was candy for anybody who doesn't don't, watch Untucked. What I don't understand is Alexa said she was scared of candy. Like, if you're not scared of candy, you could have instantly sent her home. And sadly, I would have been scared. <laughs> she's too so scared. Are you scared? Or were you forced to be scared? I don't know. You're were you silenced? Go ahead. No, go ahead, Will. Go ahead. Like, were you silenced or were you silenced? Go ahead, Mr. Thompson. Yeah, um, last thing. Um, I, I just want to hear what she says last week when Jimbo asked the question, because to me, it's not really making any sense. You you said multiple times in the episode, I'm not going to forget you. I'm not going to forget you. And plus, you and Candy have been going back and forth for roles. Like, was it two weeks ago? No, last week, the Forensic Queens, y'all was arguing about not getting the same role. You cried and whatnot. Yeah, y'all made up. But like, if... If y'all already crashing heads, this would be a perfect opportunity to send her home. I'm just like, what's the justification? It, it just didn't make sense to me. It's interesting, too, because a lot of people are saying online, oh, well, Alexis promised Lala. Oh, well, Alexis promised Lala. No, she didn't. Nope. Just factually speaking, she said, I won't forget this. And I'm not saying anyone here is saying that Alexis no. is not. I'm just saying that's been the popular argument online is that everyone is saying, oh, Alexis promised Lala. No, she didn't. There was no and that's a good game player. And in that regard, I have to give props to Alexis because she's keeping all of her options open in this very strategic way. I wouldn't have made the decision that she made in the moment. She wouldn't have made the decision she made in the moment. But I want to clarify for people that are still like, oh, well, she promised. No, she actually did. I mean, again, it's less the fact that Alexis eliminated Lala for me and more about the fact that Lala is now gone. Um, yeah. Because that's a bummer. Like, Lala, mm-hmm. the sunshine of this entire season for me. I don't, I don't want to speak to anybody else, but for me personally. And her being gone does kind of dampen the mood a little bit. Because now it's kind of like, okay, well, who do I root for? Mm-hmm. I, like, I guess Jessica. And if Jessica Just- goes next week, I don't know where I'm going from there. <laughs> well, um... I I really feel bad for Alexis online right now. I've have felt I fell I fell into peer pressure a couple weeks back with the bullying of Alexis. I sadly fell into peer pressure and I instantly regret what I did on what I've said about her. Um y'all you fans need to calm the fuck down when it comes to these queens' decisions. Like Yaba's all going hard for like Yaba's all like going gung-ho for blue when she sent home Pangina, but when it comes to Candy sending home James or this week even y'all are 
y'all love attacking these girls for doing their job. Y'all love attacking people. And it's even gone far to like, to, to piggyback off what David said like a week, a week ago or two, we've resorted to now body shaming, really? Body shaming, making fun of their hair because baldness could be very dysphoric. Um, and now y'all are practically saying that y'all want her to off herself and then hope. And then the Alexis, I saw that Alexis was, I saw from someone that they said that Alexis would get more hate. And Sally, this is true. Alexis is getting more hate than she did back on season nine. And I really feel bad for her in this very moment. And I felt bad that I put it, gave into peer pressure and joined along. Well, I mean, again, and this is something I've touched on on the podcast multiple times before the drag race fandom has a very bad tendency to go to the nth degree when it comes to harassing queens and and it's not just drag race but the only reason i'm bringing up drag race is because that's what we're talking about it's every online reality form period right people don't know how to chill and they don't know how to remember that this is a 90 minute edited product Okay, it's on Paramount Plus. It's a 60 minute edited product. Okay, 40 for on MTV. Yeah, exactly. You're not getting the whole story, even if you're watching Untucked. Okay, it's just not how it works. And if you are harassing somebody for making a decision in a competition where all 12 of the queens who entered knew exactly what they were signing up for and what could happen at any time in the show, you are part of the problem. And I know there's a, and I know we got like a, I know I think we're like cut for time or whatever, but. This is a message for a while. Y'all need to do better when it comes to the handling of social media, mar- when it comes to social media management, especially when it comes to the protection of your own queens, because this shit has been ongoing since Facebook days. Y'all, uh, your fan base, your audience has been attacking these queens as if they're not human beings just like the rest of us. It's gone as far as to death threats, doxing, and hell, there, there was probably even worse. I... I feel so bad for everyone on this cast that has gotten hate so far. I really feel bad for Candy. I feel bad for Alexis. I even feel bad for Heidi when she um, dismissed herself from the competition because y'all are so mean. Y'all are so nasty. Y'all need to touch grass. Y'all need to get some therapy. Y'all need to do something. Y'all need help. And wow, you need to do better when it comes to the protection of these queens because... There's a lot of reasons why some of the girls that you call aren't answering the call. There's some of the reasons why they don't want to go back on is because of this fan base. There's a reason why some of these queens have to edit themselves when they come back or come onto the screen because, you know, they're afraid that one person's fan base might attack and we're going to have Werewolf 4 on our hands. Yeah. Holding grudges aren't cute. Mm-mm. And on that note, we love you, Lala. Yes. Rob fifth place icon Lala. Yeah, she was a lovely four fault in there. <laughs> lovely four fault. So next week The roast of a white man. They've <laughs> uh, done everybody else on the panel other than T. S. Madison. So I'm ready for the roast of T. S. Madison. No, my body is ready. My body is ready. <laughs> now, okay. um, I'm I'm not more concerned about the roast of Carson Cressley. I'm more concerned on why Katya is here. Yeah, I don't care. She's funny. I don't care. I don't care, but I'm just like, <laughs> and apparently, what is this next, a surprise. 
And apparently next week we're also getting a special friend of Carson on the panel, allegedly, apparently, from what I saw. Because at some point, Tom Felicia is guest judging. I just looked it up. Ew, anyway. I think it uh, would make sense for him to be at the roast, I guess. Because, you know. I thought, I thought you were going to say Ted Allen, so. Who? Ted Allen, host of Chopped. And was the original fu- food. Um, Ooh. Yeah, we love Ted Allen. Yeah. Ted Allen would be iconic. Okay. He could watch people get we're in the top. We're at Final Four. Final Four is here. I'm going to start with David because he asked. <laughs> Uh, who is your ideal top two? Well, I don't think it's any surprise, but Jimbo's definitely in my ideal what? top two. No way. Shocker, huh? Wow. Um, but I still think she's done so well throughout the season, and she's won me over, and that is Jessica. So I would love to see a JJ top two. Brandon? <clears throat> my ideal top two at this point, um, Jessica and Jimbo as well in my heart I want the top two to be Jessica and Alexis I think realistically it's going to be Jimbo and Jessica um I don't know who I want to be in the top two with Jessica um I guess okay based off of my opinion we will say Jessica for sure. And then um, Alexis. Sure. Sounds great. Um, I think it's going to be Jimbo and Candy. But, like, I, I'm just going to Alexis. That's oh, fine. okay. I don't I don't want that. I don't think either one of them would satisfy me as a viewer. But that's just me. I mean, it's a satisfactory prediction. So, that's fine. Yeah. Um... Candy Muse and Jessica Wild, just because. Um, sorry, Jimbo, but the only way you're making top two is if there's no lip syncs. There's, honestly, I love Jimbo, but I fear at some point they're probably going to cut her. But I guess Jimbo is probably making top two anyways. Realistically, if it's Jessica and Jimbo or Jessica and Candy, I don't think Jimbo might win unless they give her a goofy song to lip sync to. Or they pull a belly, or they pull a and not do a lip sync at all, and just announce the winner straight up. Sorry. Uh, um, I mean, we saw what they did with Jinx, so anything. <laughs> uh, True. Twice. Um, top two. Um, I'm definitely gonna say Jimbo and probably Jessica. Even though I would love for Alexis, you know, be close to being there because I think she has done a really good job. I think it would be Jimbo and Jessica. So we all said Jessica. Hey, wild winning All Stars eight. I mean, period. Come on, wild getting crowned by Kylie Sonique Love. Period. (laughs) Jessica, well, yes, to be mad. I would not be mad, David. Specifically, if, if Jessica wins, would you be mad? No. <laughs> I wouldn't mind Jessica winning because I just personally, I, I'm still a delusional candy stand. I still want her to get her crown at least. Honest to God, any of the top five could have won and I would have been wildly happy. Right. I wouldn't be Even mad if Kahana. she... I would have been happy with Kahana winning. 
I mean, I'll be real. I, when I came into the season, I like ranked the queens in my head, and like my top like six are now out of the competition, which is kind of a bummer. But you know, we we move. Well, on that note, thank you for joining us for yet another week of All Stars Eight, the shortest episode of All Stars Eight. <laughs> <laughs> no fame games. Um, <laughs> Make sure to subscribe because make sure to subscribe because we now have two channels. Two, two channels are happening. Our second channel, The Cup TV, launched uh, today at the time of filming this. Um, so make sure for all of your reality content that isn't drag, go check out that channel. <laughs> um, we'll still be here doing all the drag content because, oh boy, there's too much. Um, Let's go. Make sure to us, that part. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Cup Pod uh, for all of your up-to-date Cup Pod needs. Get your merch link below. Follow all of us on Twitter. Do the things. You're on YouTube. Do the things. You know how to do the things. Do the things. Cheers. 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 Goodbye. Bigger while you wallin' bare feet, walking oh, down God. the dirty city street. Who is out. she? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>